Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into Chicago Bears now. Happy Monday, everybody. The bye week is over. Welcome back. I'm Harrison Graham. Hope everybody had a stress-free football weekend, enjoyed some college football, certainly some drama with the college football playoff, and now we're back. Game week is upon us. It will be the Detroit Lions coming to Soldier Field this Sunday, and hey, with a glimmer of hope, perhaps, we'll talk about that. Uh, later on in the show. In the meantime, shout out your city. Let us know where you guys are watching from. Uh, shout out to Michael, Curse Knight, James, Reed Carlson, everybody hanging out in the chat. Love golf. What's up, love golf? Rolly and I played some golf over the weekend. I don't know if uh, y'all watched our YouTube short, which I don't even know how that ended up doing, uh, to be honest, Rolly. I was about to ask you, like, how let's, did it do? Let's see. Uh, let, me, uh, let me take a gander here. It ended up with, I think I like 3,000 views. Not That's bad. a win in my book. Fireball on the course with the boys? Yeah. That was a good time. Hopefully you guys had a good weekend. Uh, Halston in Rockford, Illinois. We got Charles in Bakersfield, California. Michael's in Albany, Indiana. We got Radness in Seattle. What's up, Radness? Uh, Gosh in Indiana. Scott in Casa Grande. We got Emperor Doom in Minnesota. Sharon in Nebraska City, Nebraska. Cam Star in Lanark, Illinois. Ron C., what's up, guys? Trucking in Houston. What's up, Ron? Glad to hear you tune in. Uh, we got Curse Knight, Fiji, and Lansing. Uh, Ken Star, or Cam Star in Lanark, Illinois. Conrado in Brazil. What's up? Ethan in Milwaukee. We've got uh, Terry in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, Love Golf, Long Island, New York. NFL Productions, Aurora, Illinois. Uh, we've got Dennis in Laramie, Wyoming. Codilla. In Barrington, Illinois. Cuba is where Rom is tuning in from as well. All right, guys, who wins this week? You roll with the Bears or Lions? Should have beat them last time. Should have beat them last time. I will say this other than a really good first quarter yesterday and a good final four minutes against the Bears a few weeks ago, the Lions have not been playing great, Rolly. They, the Bears outplayed them a few weeks ago, they kind of got pissed on by Green Bay. And wow. after the first quarter yesterday, the Saints, I mean, they made that a game after getting down 21 I mean, don't look now, but the Packers might be a top three team in football. Okay, let's not go that far, but I am a little concerned back to that back they're playing games. a lot better. Lions smoked them. Chiefs beat them. Yeah, they're playing better. I mean. Top three teams to stretch, but they're playing better. I mean, I was obviously kidding about that, but. They look good. When you look at the landscape of the NFC, man. Can I? Can we just say how much of a joke it was that there was a group of Packers fans on Twitter that wanted LaFleur fired? I mean, that is just like a month into the season. That was one of the most ridiculous things. I mean, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but Jordan Love. Woo! Three-game stretch. Might, been good might, for be three games. might be him. Been good. Been good. Fernie says Dallas Turner or Jared Verse next to Montez. I'd take either of those guys. They're both good. Um, Give me Dallas Turner. Turner's got more speed. Verse is bigger. So. He had a couple really good reps against Georgia. That one sack he had, I believe, was in the first half. I think, um, I don't know if it was Matt Miller or Brugler or Jeremiah who said it, but that sack he had in the first half against Georgia where he went like, Speed rush, got the O-tackle a little off balance, like 
taking a step back. He does a and good job. Speed to power. Converted it into a yeah. power rush. Just bulldozed him right into the quarterback and got a big-time sack. What I like, big-time fan of Turner. What man. I like about Turner, too, is despite being undersized, he's an excellent run stopper. Like, he yeah. grades out really well. Uh, I'll say this. Verse was dominated against Louisville. He's kind of been up and down this year, but we saw him dominate LSU in week one. He dominated in the ACC championship, so... His, time player, maybe. his good is really good. Uh, his good is really good. So uh, I like both of those guys, no doubt about it. I also like our sponsors here at Chicago Bears now. They keep the lights on. They help us do as much content as we are able to. So support us by supporting them. Game time. Download the Game Time app uh, to have a stress-free uh, way of purchasing your tickets, whether you want to go to a Bears game this weekend against the Lions, you want to go to your favorite concert, comedy show, etc. Game time is going to get you the best deal out there. Best price is guaranteed. Use promo code BEARSCHAT when you sign up today. Uh, link to download game time is in the chat below. Promo code BEARSCHAT is going to get you $20 off. Go check out game time right now uh, by downloading the app. Also, download Rocket Money. Got to use our link, rocketmoney.com slash bears now. Uh, they're going to help you uh, monitor your spending cancel any unnecessary subscriptions you may have, uh, and uh, they're just going to make it easy for you. No more customer service in terms of canceling anything you don't want to keep uh, anymore. You can set budgets. You can get your bills lowered. Uh, also, they're going to give you competitive prices with other companies. Rocketmoney.com slash bears. Now, in fact, Rolly and I both switched electric companies recently, and now we're paying less per month thanks to Rocket Money. Rocketmoney.com slash bears now. Let's go to Larry Lapper. See if you can be honest. Oh, boy, Larry. Is Love in his first year better than Fields ever has? No turnovers. And look who he's beaten with less talent. Can't wait to hear this. I mean, if you're talking about the last three weeks, yeah, I'd say that's a better three-week stretch than Justin Fields has ever had. The whole year, though? A month ago, people were saying the backers may have to draft a quarterback. So... Yeah, this last three weeks, Larry, he's been terrific. There's there's no downplaying it uh, whatsoever. Um, I need to see more <laughs> than a three-week stretch. But how about this, though, Larry? You do realize this is year four for Jordan Love. Like, if he was that good earlier, would he have not played sooner? And don't say, well, they had Aaron Rodgers. Their plan was to replace Aaron Rodgers with Jordan Love. That's why they drafted him. And he didn't progress nearly quick enough to the standard he had. Justin Fields didn't get to sit behind a Hall of Famer for three years. The point with all this quarterback stuff is a lot of it is situation. Like, if Rolly and I were talking about this two hours ago, if Brock Purdy gets drafted by any other team than the 49ers, do we even ever hear about him? Seriously, it's a real question. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe. If the if you think if the Bears drafted Brock Purdy, he would have turned into anything here? I highly doubt it. So... Uh, yeah, Jordan Love's been impressive the last few weeks. He deserves a lot of credit. And you know who deserves credit? Matt LaFleur. There were Packer fans on social media a month into the season that wanted him fire. No, good coaching matters. You can tell he's playing to his strengths. He's instilled confidence in Jordan Love, and Jordan Love's done his part to improve as a quarterback. They have a good thing going the last few weeks. There's no doubt. Fernie with the two. If you draft all your tackles can be all right. I did see a tweet about this. Uh, yeah, Joe Alt on the left side, Darnell Wright on the right side. Uh, you could. That is true. That is. These are only the facts here. Uh, speaking of coaching, do you want Jim Harbaugh? Do you want Jim Harbaugh? Yes or no? Let us know. Let us know. Why for yes, in for no. Let's see here. Martin says yes. Without a doubt from Spike. We're going to talk about Harbaugh in a minute. Scott says yes. So does Ryan, Silent Gamer. They're all saying yes. We don't want that cheater. Okay. I don't think we completely know how much he knew there, but he is the head coach. He's got he's to he's know everything that's going on. Out of Paul Jacob Truth says yes. Sam says yes. 89% of the live poll say yes, and go vote there if you haven't already. Um, who is he? He is the Michigan head coach. If you want him in Chicago, let us know. Daily bassist, Love has never had to worry about bad defense. Look, I'm not going to sit up here and make excuses for or against Jordan Love. He's played some good football here. 
for three weeks, he's played really well. Before that, it was not very pretty after the Bears game in week one. Was it not? <laughs> I mean, they they were three and six. They won three in a row because he's played really well. He's improved. He's improved. See if he can keep it up. How upset would you be if the Bears traded Justin Fields, scale of one to ten? Uh, we know where Larry's at. He's at a zero. Let us know where you guys, the rest of you are. One to ten. Ten being very upset, one being not at all. I got a new mock draft coming up today. Larry might actually like this one. Um, so stay tuned. I'm sleeping good. I don't know what that means. It means I'm not worried. I mean, I, I've kind of like, I'm in the camp of like, I'm cool either way. If you trade him and want to reset the QB clock and think, like, if, if, if the Bears think Caleb Williams or Drake May is going to be better than Fields, then they should draft him. <laughs> like, that, it's that simple. It's that simple. Unapologetic Truth says 10. Scott and Silent Gamer say 10. Um, Unapologetic Truth says 10. Dennis says 10. Easton and Jose say 10. Joe King and Martin say 10. Sammy says 10. Ryan says 5. Ron Wynarski says 11. John says 6 or 7. Corey says 10. Christian says 7. Your boy Boogie says 9.5. Jenny says 100. Brandy says 10. Trade Fields at a second to the Chargers for Her Justin Herbert. Uh, they're not going to do that. They being the Chargers. Uh, okay, back to Larry here. Why would he ever pick us over the Chargers? Well, stay tuned, Larry, because uh, we actually have heard some information here at Chat Sports, and uh, you know we don't we're not often in the um, you know sourced business, but uh, we actually do have some sourced information. Doesn't mean you know what we're hearing is necessarily going to how it plays out but we do have some stuff regarding Jim Harbaugh so stay tuned for that all right hit that like button if you love the Chicago Bears uh, like this video um, and uh, we would greatly appreciate it got almost 300 people watching live we got to get to a hundred sad amount of likes this is a, this is a tough look really. it is truly sad it's like a sick puppy or something I don't know 300 people watching 37 likes that's gross we gotta we gotta pump those numbers up up to 43 likes. We're not getting until we get to 100 likes. We're not uh, we're not jumping into this first segment. So hit that like button. Someone says bring Harbaugh here. We'll stay tuned. We're gonna talk about Harbaugh in a second. Sign Adrian Amos. I did see the Jets. Yes, Adrian Amos. What's good? What's up, D? Need 25 more likes, then we're jumping into this piece. Harbaugh coach for San Diego and Stanford. He loves California. Yeah, he he does like the West Coast. That's like West Coast. Draft Jaden Daniels and Malik Neighbors. Well, DC, hashtag Bears. That'd be a, that'd be a very good question to ask because here's what's coming up live on Chicago Bears now. Keep liking the video. We're seven away from 100. Jim Harbaugh, is he going to be the next Bears head coach? Maybe, maybe not, but we do have some new information to discuss. Live Q&A, hashtag Bears or Super Chat. Uh, we'll kick uh, off uh, that mailbag with Fernie, who just sent in a Super Chat. And it is Mock Draft Monday. MDM, baby! MDM, baby, 7.0. I can't believe this is already 7.0 is ridiculous. I mean, we're going to hit the 10 by the end of the season, probably. That's sad. Hey, you're the one saying we got to do one every week. I was the one who <laughs> said we should do Mock Draft Monday. Yeah, earlier I was, like, coming up with the show today. He's like, Mock Draft Monday? I was like, eh, why not? I mean, why not? Why not? Why not? All right. All uh, but I will more. say the fact that it's week 12. Or week, excuse me, week 14, two weeks off. On average, every other week we're, we've done a that box. It's week one. That is. And really, it's been like two mocks for every three weeks since like, what, week four? It's not pretty. Three. Yeah, it's been tough. All right. <laughs> All of that. You want to talk about a state of a team. <laughs> yeah. It's it's tough out here, man. All right. Uh, here's what's coming up on Chicago Bears now. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Let's dive into segment number one around Jim Harbaugh, plus a few other news and rumors. Is Jim Harbaugh going to be the next head coach of the Chicago Bears? Welcome into Bears Now by Chat Sports. I am Harrison Graham. Full disclosure, we are not usually in the sourced business here at Chat Sports. Sometimes we get scoops. Occasionally we do. Uh, I've gotten a couple over the years. But we actually have some information regarding Jim Harbaugh. And it starts with this. 
the only NFL job at this exact moment, it could certainly change from what we're hearing from a source close to Jim Harbaugh, is that the only NFL job he is interested in right now is the Chicago Bears, which that excites me to think about. Here are some details that we've heard. We're going to line this up for you guys. His preference is to stay at Michigan. Um, before the Connor Stallions cheating candles scandal stuff came out, he had verbally agreed to a monster new deal with Michigan, basically resetting his deal starting next year. It was going to be in the ballpark of $12 million per year. Make him among the highest paid in college football, Nick Saban type of money. That is where that was headed. Well, that kind of stalled when the Stallions cheating stuff, three-game suspension came into play. Uh, obviously, that has come and gone. They just won the Big Ten and Harbaugh was back. But he is set, according to our source again, that – a Christmas Day deadline for a new for revisiting that contract and getting that signed, that's what he wants. Because the day after Christmas, Michigan flies to the West Coast to play in the Rose Bowl. He does not want to work on contract stuff after that. And uh, if he doesn't get a new deal, then he's not going to discuss it any further, at least for that period of time. Now, he would be open to his representatives talking to the Bears if a new deal does not come by Christmas. So... I think the next three weeks are pretty critical to see where this goes. He still feel, still feels the love in Chicago, apparently. Of course, he was a quarterback here. He likes the Midwest. He wants to stay in the Midwest if he's, if he's going to keep coaching. Obviously, he could stay at Michigan and do that. The Bears fit that bill as well. And this detail is interesting as well. He likes the idea of building the Bears back up to prominence, a team he played for, just like Michigan, what he's done there, a team he played for couple other things to keep in mind here. Key note here that we've heard. Before the cheating scandal, like I said, he was had verbally agreed to a blockbuster contract, according to our source. Since then, the deal has obviously not taken place. There's no ink on paper, and that was a couple of months ago. That was in the month of October when that deal was agreed upon. Also, continuing that first note, if he doesn't get his previously agreed to contract before Michigan leaves for the Rose Bowl, day after Christmas, so Christmas deadline, He'll assume Michigan isn't serious in keeping him. That is what I have been told. Uh, now, that does not mean that a contract couldn't be revisited after the Rose Bowl, after a national championship game, if Michigan makes it there. But I think if a new deal does not occur between now and Christmas Day, like if we don't get that, uh, that not push notification from Bruce Feldman or whoever that Michigan has signed Harbaugh to a monster contract, um, then I think the door is open at that point for the Bears to get involved. I think the Bears are probably interested. They're probably back-channeling right now. Obviously, Matt Eberflus is still their head coach, but keep these things in mind. Like This is a very fluid situation between Jim Harbaugh, Michigan, and potentially the Bears. And let me just add this last thing, too, as you guys get your answers in on this. Who will Harbaugh's 2024 team be, Michigan or Chicago? Things can change. What's true from what we've heard in the last day or so that could change a week from now. That could change two weeks from now. Um, maybe he's going to go somewhere else. I don't know. But right now, that is what we're being told, that the Bears are the only team interested. So if you had to guess, you think it'll be Michigan or you think it'll be Chicago, let us know in the comment section right now. You guys know where I stand. I want Jim Harbaugh. I've been pushing this for over a month, uh, probably close to two months. I'd have to go back to the exact date when I first said it uh, on this show. But I want it to happen. His resume speaks for itself. Sure, he's never gotten to the complete mountaintop. He hasn't quite won a national championship. He didn't win a Super Bowl in San Francisco, but he got to one, got to multiple NFC championship games. He's won at this level. I want Harbaugh in Chicago. One other thing, and we've been asked, well, why, why wouldn't he want to go to uh, this opening, that opening? As of now, we've been told he's not interested in New York, so if the Giants or Jets open up, he doesn't want to live in New York, the New York area. So uh, at least as of now, he, he wouldn't be interested in that. Or the Chargers. That one surprised me a little bit. He's a West Coast guy. Uh, he's been on the West Coast a lot, but it sounds like he would prefer to stay in the Midwest right now. Haven't heard specifically about the Raiders. Remember about a month ago, the Athletic put out there that the Raiders and Bears would be the most likely suitors. Based on this source, what we've heard right here, the Bears are the only team at this moment that he's interested in. So if it doesn't happen, I don't want you coming back in a month and be like, dude, what are you talking about? Right now, that's the information we have. These things change all the time. You guys know how this thing goes. Uh, but again, I just outlined the resume. He's won everywhere he's been, uh, whether it's FCS San Diego or the NFL with the 49ers or at his alma mater, Michigan, or reviving a Stanford, or a Stanford program that was completely dead. He's done it all. And what he's done at Michigan to take 
a prominent program that was middling for a while and got them back at least close to the mountaintop, three straight college football playoff appearances, that would be appealing to him in Chicago. That is what we have been told. So, again, I think he'd prefer to stay at Michigan. That's what it sounds like. But if that contract doesn't happen between now and Christmas, I think that door is open for the Chicago Bears. We'll keep things rolling here on today's show. But first, today's show is sponsored by Game Time. Guys, it shouldn't be stressful when you're buying your tickets to go to a game. Uh, it should be easy. I went to the Cowboys-Seahawks Thursday night football game, got tickets the day of. No problem, no stress, no concern. Got my parking pass through game time as well. And you know what's cool about game time also? You can use your Venmo balance to buy um, tickets or your parking pass. I did that for my parking pass. I had just enough money in my Venmo account uh, to uh, cover my parking, which obviously Venmo is still money, but it kind of feels like it's just extra money you have. So the fact that you can use Venmo to pay for tickets on game time is awesome. You can get $20 off with our promo code BEARSCHAT when you sign up. You're going to be able to see your exact vantage points when you get going with game time. They're going to show you your exact tickets. And by the way, if you find a better price on a different site, prove it to game time. They're going to lower the price for you because they want you guys to have the best experience possible. Download the game time app. Search the app store. Uh, look for that big letter G with the back background and use our promo code BEARSCHAT to get $20 off when you first sign up. Okay, Cole Komet, is he dreaming big? Well, he said earlier today that the Bears are, quote, in playoff mode. Here is what Chicago's tight end had to say. He said, look, we finished these five out here. Obviously, I'm treating it like we're in playoff mode now. I think five very winnable games here to end the season. Who knows what can happen at 9-8? and eight. Of course, if they went out, they will end up 9-8. and eight. Here's the schedule. We've looked over it a lot. If you get through Detroit this week, it feels at least – possible. Again, I would not predict it, but at Cleveland, that's going to be Joe Flacco or Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Cardinals at home, yeah, Kyler Murray's a good NFL quarterback, but that Cardinals team isn't very good. They compete, but that still should be a game you feel like you can win at home. Uh, Falcons at home, solid defense, horrible offense. Uh, at Packers, that's going to be tough regardless because they have absolutely owned the Bears, but um, it's not like that's impossible. It's not like it's an Aaron Rodgers Packers team. So, Look, is it plausible? I mean, yeah, you're two games back. You're, you you got a shot here. The six and seven seeds in the NFC are definitely up for grabs, and goddamn, that is disgusting to see that Packers logo back in the playoff picture, but that is where we're at. I'll say this. If you beat Detroit this week, it's at least interesting at that point. I don't think it's that interesting right now. I think it's worth kind of outlining where the Bears are at. Um, you beat Detroit, you get a little help this week. Maybe you're a game back at the final playoff spot going into week 15. Okay, we can talk. We can, we, we can have those chats, but uh, it, it means nothing if you lose another divisional game to Detroit when you should have beat them a couple of weeks ago. So we'll see how it plays out. I appreciate Cole Komet's mindset. Like, hey, they should be in playoff mode because you got to win out to make the playoffs. And even if you win out, it's not a guarantee. So uh, hopefully that locker room has that mindset. They should be fresh coming off the bye week, coming off an emotional win over Minnesota. So uh, hopefully they make a push here. I'd love to see it, uh, but uh, – I got to see it to believe it uh, at this point in time. Are you still hoping for a Bears playoff push? Type Y for yes or type N for no. Could be on Team Tank at this point. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. Um, I'm not believing yet, but uh, I am hoping. Uh, but uh, we'll have to wait and see how it plays out. Don't miss out. Bears rumors are heating up. And uh, if we hear anything more on this Harbaugh situation, we'll be sure to pass that along. Subscribe. Turn on notifications. That way you never miss a video here on the channel. It's youtube.com slash bears now. Appreciate everybody for tuning in on a daily basis. Okay, quick injury notes. Well, doesn't sound like much. Now, the first injury report of the week won't come out till Wednesday, but Matt Eberflus had his first presser since the bye week and said he likes where the Bears are at in terms of health. Now, uh, a couple of players that were dinged up before uh, the bye week, uh, Deontay Foreman dealing with an ankle issue, but he was close to playing in that game against Minnesota. I think he'd be fine to return. Noah Sewell, he had been dealing with a knee issue, so we'll see where he's at. Uh, Flus expressed optimism with Tyreek Stevenson's ankle injury, so we'll see what the injury report looks like on Wednesday. But certainly would be huge. You got the rest advantage. You got the extra week off. I mean, it's put up or shut up time. Like, you blew it last time around. Can you flush that loss like you did against Minnesota, to give him credit, and beat Detroit this time? Uh, if you can, then uh, okay, we can have some sort of a conversation about maybe making a playoff push. But if you lose this week, 
Uh, it's all a moot point because at 4-9, uh, you're completely cooked at that point. All right, guys, appreciate everybody for tuning in. More content to come, latest Bears news, rumors, uh, off-season look ahead, and a whole lot more. So hit that subscribe button. It is 100% free. Okay. Here we go. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Ah, Rolly's man. Lactara. Go ahead and read this one, Rolly. Draft Rolly first overall is the first ever player, coach, slash producer. Well, yeah, he ha he'll have to keep producing Bears. Now, yeah, obviously. you know, I could give State of the Union addresses right on the stream. <laughs> Night and day difference maker. Also, update us on Fancy Football Sense. That's I, a good point. We should do that. You know, I think playoffs start. Rolly? There's no way they start this Dude, week. I'm telling you, I think they Did start. Did we start them this week? Let's see. Let's see. Oh, my goodness. Let's see here. Maybe we have one more week. Oh, wait, hang on. Yeah, they start in week 14. Are you going to make it in your half of the league or no No, chance? I'm in last place. Oh, really? Uh, I'm going to be the um, I'm gonna be the, the two seed, I think. Let's go. Wait, is it really last place? They start next. Oh, no shit. You got last place? No shit. We actually start. We, so, the way it works. That means we'll get an we'll give it, uh, update on Thursday Live. We'll do brackets. Yeah, Thursday Live. It starts next week. And um, the reason we do, so week 14, 15, 16 is each league's playoffs. And then week 17, Rolly, the winner of each league, we'll whoever scores track, most yeah. points, uh, we'll get the trophy. Yeah, the I was going to say, Laktara, I know what you're doing. After checking the standings in, in the league, place? he's in first place. And I just see you commenting in the chat. I was trying to flex my 10-2 record. <laughs> oh, he's going to be 11-2 after this week, this win. I'm like, after seeing why he commented that, I, it's pretty obvious, Dude, Laktara. I started 0-3, and I'm finishing 9-4. and I want to see who my two wins are against so I can tell them you lost to... The worst team in the league. Yeah. That's got to I beat Ethan Wood, suck it, and Chris Watson, suck it. There you go. Both times I, I played Lactara, he beat me by 30. <laughs> Tough luck for Roy. That was the only time me and Lochte faced off this year. Mm. There's always next year. I, I, I struggled. Yeah. You kind of mailed it in after... a what did you start? I started off 0-5. Yeah. Uh, what, I started off 0-5. I mailed it. So you went 2-11? I tanked. Yep, that, that would be it. Tank for the first overall pick. That'd be, if like, we were a dynasty league, I, I would be in the Bears position right now. There you go. Shout out to Carolina. Uh, okay, let's... A uh, couple let's, super chats from Fernie and Daly. Yeah. We're going to save those for the mailbag. And if you want to get on our mailbag... Yeah, hashtag Bears or super chat. Hashtag Bears or super chat. Someone in the chat, how is baby PJ doing? Thanks for asking, Christian. He's doing great, man. Um, growing up, he's getting heavy, dude. I'll tell you what, Rolly. It's uh, it's uh. Gotta start hitting the weight room. Yeah, well, he's 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 rolling. He's not full crawl mode yet, but he's like he's definitely rolling around a bunch. So how how uh, how much does he weigh? If you don't mind me asking. Uh oh, I don't care. Um, I don't know ex his last appointment, which was at six months, and he's almost eight months. He was just under 17. So I think he's probably 20, if not more, by now. Oh, that's nothing. Probably 20 or so pounds. You should start doing uh, bench presses with him. <laughs> just bench him. Or just use him as your dumbbell. Just throw it in the air, you know. There you go. Throw, toss weight. What do they say? Let's throw some weight around. Tricep um, skull crutchers with PJ's butt coming straight to your face. <laughs> Hashtag bears or super chat to get your questions in. Um, we need a lot more. We need a lot more questions right yes. now. Yes, we do. Oh, boy. PJ going to be in the trenches when he grows up. I, I, is that a subliminal message to me, Fernie? <laughs> I actually was, Feel a, like it I is. was actually a quarterback in middle school, believe it or not. Hashtag Bears or Super Chat. Scott Wajada knows ball. What did he say? Where is he? Most recent comment. Oh, Bama 45, Michigan 21. Jalen Milrow, baby. <laughs> official uh, – Jalen Milrow hive, stand up. Official score predictions for both semi games. Okay, I'm being dead serious, too. I need some serious rolling. Some think I kid when I say these. I am being dead serious. If these games were happening this Saturday, we'll start in the Michigan-Bama game 1-4. Alabama wins 31-17. 
You think they're holding Michigan to 17? Dude, that offside, they can't throw the ball. Yeah, but. Okay. All right. That's your prediction. Washington. Washington, Texas. You said by 15 earlier. 38 20. Washington Ooh. wins. <laughs> oh, man. Well. And you guys might think I can. But I ironically think that the <laughs> quote-unquote best – oh, HG, you okay over Excuse there? Me. Yeah, yeah. Quote-unquote the best top four we might have ever had. I think that bites us in the ass. We get two blowouts. But the championship game would be an all-timer between the Huskies and the Crimson Tide. You know what's funny? Last year, everyone said the field was weak. It's easily the best year where both games were good. Oh, it's the only dude, year those both two games, games were good. Those games were they generational. Were dude, that ba- – or excuse me, Bama. Georgia-Ohio State game might be one of the most instant classics of all time. I'm not going to lie. C.J. Stroud's performance in that game it might be the best performance in a loss I've ever seen. I mean, he, he was, was so good. If Marvin Harrison doesn't get hurt, they win. You can take that to the bank. Yeah. You can take that to the bank. They, that, was one, one, that was one type of game, man. One type of game. One of the better days of my life. Sorry, Michigan. Okay, hashtag That was, ironically enough, chat. one of the worst days of my life. Why? Oh, you've never heard the debacle of New Year's Eve? I've heard bits and pieces. Uh, well, we'll talk later. Not, ha- a fun, not a fun day for Hashtag me. Bears or Super Chat. Let's get those questions in. A couple supers coming in. We'll be sure to hit those as well. Appreciate all your questions. We'll dive into it right now. We kick off this Bears mailbag from F. Marsh. He says, would you rather make the playoffs and keep Matt Eberflus or miss the playoffs and fire Flus? It's a good hypothetical. Um, I would rather – how far am I going in the playoffs? Am I getting blown out in the first round? Uh, that, that's what I would ask. But, look, I think as long as you're alive, you should still want to make the playoffs. That being said, unless I see something drastic here – I do not want to keep Matt Eberflus as the head coach. Uh, if he was willing to take a demotion and be the defensive coordinator, I would be in. We all know it doesn't work that way. Uh, he just doesn't, to me, he doesn't have the full makeup to be a head coach. I know he's a good defensive coordinator. I know this defense has improved under him, but that's not his job. His job is to be the face of this franchise and be in charge of everything, and there's just been too many things. Like, Two coaches had to disappear due to suspicious circumstances. The handling of the Chase Claypool debacle. Like, there's just too many things in-game management. Like, he's just not a head coach in my opinion. Could that change? I suppose. But uh, at this point in time, I don't see uh, think so. Now, as it comes to the playoff picture, you're only two games back. So, I mean, it's not impossible. Uh, the six, th- six through about 12 in the NFC is definitely up for grabs. Um, there's definitely some traffic there, but the fact that you're, there's two slots where teams are only 500, Minnesota and Green Bay, along with the Rams and Seattle, but still uh, two spots up for grabs, there's at least avenues for Chicago to get there. They probably have to win out, but uh, obviously that seems unlikely. Now, make your choice. Is making the playoffs or, Matt, or firing Matt Eberflus a more likely scenario? If you had to predict. Type P if you think it's making the playoffs or after firing Flus. Let's be honest. The more likely scenario is firing Matt Eberflus. Now, there's a scenario where neither happens, where you miss the playoffs and you fire Flus. That would, or, or and you keep Flus. That would probably be the worst outcome if we're being honest. Bernie, give me your dream 2023-2024 Bears offense. Oh gosh, I'm trying to think. Do I want like two more big time weapons, but keep Fields, or do I want to draft a rookie quarterback and not have a necessarily a big time or multiple big time weapons um well first things first get me the best free agent center I don't care who it is uh that that would be part one uh and then I still I still want Marvin Harrison uh whether it's with that first or second pick you have you may have to trade up um and then go either way on the quarterback thing. If I keep fields, I can also get Brock Bowers. Like you get Brock Bowers and Marvin Harrison plus a center in free agency. 
Or you get Caleb Williams, and if he ends up being generational, that would be awesome too. So um, just for the purpose, purpose of this exercise, I think just for next season, which is what you're asking, Bowers, MHJ, and a center, plus run it back with the rest of your offensive group. Daily Bassist is next up. He says, would Chicago max the roster and trade for a QB like the 2021 Rams? Don't even know what the comp is for a QB like Kyler or Herbert, but is it possible? And would you do it if we don't draft a QB and Justin Fields is out? Um, I, I just who, – who, who are you trading for, Roly? Help me out. Like, I don't think the Cardinals are trading Kyler. And if uh, you're the Bears, are you trading for Kyler's contract? I got to be honest, HG. I wouldn't – I've been outspoken about how I'd move on from JF. I'm not doing I'm it for Kyler I'm not doing Kyler it for Kyler Murray. Murray. No. So, to me, it's either Justin Fields next year or, or May or Williams. I've said that for, what, six weeks? One of those three quarterbacks is going to be the guy. So, yeah, I, I'm not trading for a, for a big-time quarterback. I don't know. Like, if Dak Prescott randomly became available or someone like that, like, maybe, but – with how he's playing, I don't think he's going anywhere. So, um, yeah, I, I just don't see that scenario coming into play. Fab says, do you think Harbaugh would try to bring in his QB from Michigan? I was going to explore this a little bit on a different video. Uh, Adam Johns of The Athletic, he's gone to see Drake May in person, Caleb Williams, and he went to go watch J.J. McCarthy against Iowa. I did a full write-up on him uh, on The Athletic. I need to go read it. But um, I could see him maybe wanting to. Um I don't think if you hire Jim Harbaugh and he's like, we're drafting J.J. McCarthy no matter what, that you should bend to that. Like, I think you can, of course, look into him like you should anyway, but I'm not as high on McCarthy. I'm not. Um, for me, he's QB four or five in this draft. Caleb Williams, Drake May, uh, Jaden Dan Daniels, and I I'd go Penix over McCarthy too. So probably QB five. I don't know how I'd feel about that. Um, trade down and get them maybe and build other pieces around the offense, sure, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about J.J. McCarthy. Subscribe to the channel, Daily Bears videos, latest news, rumors, draft buzz, and a whole lot more coaching search potentially. Hit that subscribe button, turn on your notifications, and never miss a video here on the channel. Ozymandias, $10, appreciate it. I'm hearing a lot of noise about friction between Kevin Warren and Harbaugh before Warren left the Big Ten. Is Warren enough of a professional to overlook that? If he wants to win, he is, and that and and that would be on both sides, right? So the the friction there is that Kevin Warren was the Big Ten commissioner when he handled the COVID situation differently than some other conferences. They the Big Ten initially was not going to play based on advice Warren had gotten from doctors obviously the coaches and players one of the players Justin Fields pushed hard back against that with the we want to play uh hashtag or whatever they did they ended up playing and obviously uh Fields and Ohio State had a great season and by the way Fields and Warren are coexisting in this franchise so I don't think it's impossible uh but yeah I mean that's certainly something that would have to be explored between Kevin Warren and Jim Harbaugh if those two could coexist because I think we I'll know Kevin Warren isn't going anywhere. It sounds like it's his show. Today's show is sponsored by Rocket Money. Cancel any unnecessary subscriptions you may have and start saving money with Rocket Money. RocketMoney.com slash Bears Now. This is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the subscriptions you no longer want with just the press of a single button. No more long hold times or annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money does the work for you. With over 5 million users and counting, Rocket Money has saved its customers an average of $720 per year and over $1 billion in total savings. Think about that. Think about what you could do with $720. I know I could do a lot. RocketMoney.com slash Bears now. It is RocketMoney.com slash Bears now. Check the comments and description for that link. Use that link to download the app today and start saving money. Corey Franklin, $10 super chat. He says, I hope this staff and Justin Fields are here next year. That's interesting. I love their positive attitudes and believe they are close to being a great team. Remember, Pace left this team in a terrible place. Bears go 4-1 or 5-0 oh, last five. Look, if they go 4-1 or 5-0 and oh last five, that could change the narrative, Corey. Because let's just say they do the unthinkable and go 5-0. and oh. Make or miss playoffs. You finish above 500. That means they went 9-4 and four to end the year. 
Like, if they actually do that, that would speak volumes. Now, remember, Corey, they have yet to win back-to-back games under this head coach. Yet. 29 games in. So for them to then turn that into five out of six or six in a row to end the season, yeah, that would be a drastic shift. And if they did that, they probably would run it back. And it would be hard to argue against. So let's see if they can do it. I mean, the schedule's not that challenging. You beat Detroit at home this week, which you should have beat them in their crib a couple of weeks ago. It's it's on the table for you, but you got to go out and prove it. Elijah, do you see a scenario where Marvin Harrison goes number one? If the Bears are there, it's very possible. Now, I think if they come to the determination that, they'd re- that they're not going to draft a quarterback, I think they would most likely do what they did last year and trade down, but Um, if there's not a trade out there they like, or if they just are absolutely in love with the kid and don't want to risk losing him, then yeah, they could take him number one, and quite frankly, I'd be okay with it. Uh, It wouldn't be my top choice. I mean, a receiver number one overall, it feels a bit rich, but he's generational, man. I hate to throw that word around, but I really do think it. With Dre Day, who's more likely to be the C.J. Stroud of the next draft? So what are we defining C.J. Stroud? Just the best rookie quarterback I think he's asking the most impactful rookie quarterback so only as a rookie or like long term no I'd say just like next year like take the league by storm and be like the guy I'm I, I think he's basically asking who has a better rookie season Caleb Williams or Drake Mack, or someone else maybe I feel like see when we talk about these QBs it's it's so often about fit I will say this if Chicago drafts a quarterback Roley this is not a typical team picking number one overall I think with the right coach, this team could be a playoff team next year. You're two meltdowns away from being in the playoff picture this year. Um, Ironically enough, Harrison, I think who have the top two picks right now, both can draft a quarterback Patriots and be have a competitive next year. Yeah. Um, it's tough to answer because I think Caleb Williams' ceiling is higher, but is there going to be more of a learning curve early on? And could Drake May – like, have more success early, I could see that. But I could also see Caleb Williams just walking in and, like, he's somehow making these wow plays in the NFL, too. So, I don't know. I would lean Drake would have earlier success, better chance at early success, but I'm not sure. The Bears roster is in a better position, so maybe Caleb would have better success early. I know it's kind of dancing around the, the question, but I think it could go either way. Christian, Roma Dunze, or Malik Neighbors? I lean Neighbors, but I really like a Dunze. Stay tuned if you're watching live. Stay tuned. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Roly and I are on the Malik Neighbors train. We we both love the LSU wide receiver, but a Dunze is a stud. It's a close three. Like To me, it's MHJ, Neighbors, very slight gap to a Dunze, then a decent-ish gap to Malik or uh, to Keon Coleman, who, by the way, had a couple of bad drops in the ACC championship. Uh, Keon Coleman did. He stinks. <laughs> he doesn't stink, but uh, uh, I do think he's wide receiver four behind big three there. All right, uh, who you got this week? Bears, Lions, let us know. Type CHI for the Chicago Bears, DET for the Detroit Lions. We'll see if the Bears can win two straight. Two straight divisional games, too. We'll see. Derek Runyon, honestly, Harbaugh would be nice, but we just want a winner. We're sick of coaches who don't know how to develop players, don't know how to address the public, and don't know how to win. Well, yeah, exactly, and I think Harbaugh can develop and do all those things. Look, he could be brutal with the media. (laughs) Harbaugh is a weird, quirky guy, man. Uh, But if he wins, who gives a damn? I I don't think people would care how Flu sucks with the media if he won. (laughs) Uh, Just like, uh, you remember how brutal Nick Sirianni's Presser was with Philadelphia, and I can't stand that dude. I think he's a child, but the guy wins games. So uh, if it, 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 I would take Sirianni in a heartbeat, uh, even though uh, I think he uh, acts like a seven-year-old. Jessup, if the Pats and Panthers end with the same record, who gets the higher pick? It comes down to strength of schedule. Whichever team had the lower strength of schedule would get the top pick. And ironically enough right now, Jessup, they have the exact same to the third decimal point strength of schedule right now. I know it's actually you, unbelievable. I know I'm putting you on the spot, Harrison, but uh, do you know what the other tiebreaker would be? I assume common opponents. I actually do not. Um, I don't know either, but I'm just curious. Here's the thing. 
I, it's, I know it's to the third decimal right now. I'm guessing someone's is actually lower than the others. Like, you probably have to go four, five, six decimals deep, but what if there's, they no way it's ex- there's no way it's exactly the same, though. Coin flip. Coin flip. <laughs> Would it shock you if that's how the NFL did it? Uh, yeah, I, I actually don't know that answer. A couple more here. It's Coda, Marvin Harrison, and Bowers in the first round. Get playmakers. I'd be fine with that. Um, and here's the thing. You can do that even if you're still not, like, completely, completely sold on fields. You could <laughs> you could play him for another year or two, and then if he's not the guy by then, then draft someone then or trade for a veteran. Like, I, I think build, keep building this offense is a totally fine strategy. Now, here's what's not fine. If you are Ryan Poles and you are sold on Caleb Williams or Drake May as a 12-year franchise-level guy, you need to draft them. If you're not sold on Fields in that regard. Like, if you think one of these guys comes in and has a much better career than Fields, then you should draft them. Because without that level quarterback, you're not going to win Super Bowls. I think you could be a playoff team with Justin Fields. But if they don't think he's a franchise high-level quarterback, you're probably never winning a Super Bowl. So that's the decision they got to make. If they think Fields can be that guy, then you keep him. And you draft uh, more playmakers. If not, uh, then you probably draft a quarterback. All right, guys, good discussion here today. Appreciate all the questions. We can continue the conversation over on Twitter, at HGramNFL. Hit me up over there. If you have any more Bears, NFL, life questions, always an open book, at HGramNFL. Another super chat from Fernie. Uh, He says, Poles knows what he's doing, and you can tell uh, by the way he speaks, he will rebuild this roster perfectly. The PJ Trenches joke was joke. Oh, I know, Fernie. I I was joking back. Um, I think perfectly is a strong word because, like, first of all, no GM's perfect. They all make mistakes, even the really good ones. Uh, great example. Brett Veach, how he does not get Patrick Mahomes proven receiver this year is beyond me. Uh, but, uh, they all do it. Uh, I mean, Paul's a good example. Like, he's made plenty of mistakes. Like, even if he builds this roster really well, and even if Tremaine Edmonds is a good player here, that contract was probably a mistake. Let's just be honest. Uh, they overpaid there. Wasim Khan. Wasim, 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 Wasim. Wasim, Wasim. Wasim, 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 Wasim. Shout out to Wasim, man. It would be a travesty keeping flus. Did you see Michigan's reaction to playing Bama? What are your thoughts on the Scared. CMT? They stand no chance. Um, I here Here's what I'll say. My gut does tell me Bama, like Nick Saban with a month, is going to win that game. But, like, is this going to be one of those, Roly? And I know you're nope. on Team Bama, where, like, everyone thinks Bama's going to win, so therefore Michigan's finally going to break See, through. See, I usually have that line you're of thinking. You're usually the Zag guy. No, I know. I'm usually that line of thinking, Harrison, so I like where your head's at. But you're on the Jalen Milrow uh, hype train. I'm also someone who believes in the eye test, and the eye test tells me that when – Michigan saw they had to play Alabama instead of Florida State. They literally had a little turd in their pants. <laughs> you saw it. Everyone saw it. Here's what I'll say. If Michigan's run game gets somewhat held in check, just like TC did last year. I know there were a lot of points there, but they held Michigan's run game in, and it turns into a QB duel. McCarthy is a good college quarterback, but he's not like a go-win-us-the-game by yourself type of guy. Listen. Like, he's never had to do that. Here's my thing. Michigan, good defense. Some may say great defense. But if you compared, I know it's hard to compare, the Georgia team to the Michigan team. The Georgia team is better than Michigan. Yes or no? Overall talent? Um, I'd say yes, but... That doesn't mean I would just pick Georgia to beat Michigan, though. No, 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 no. But I'm saying it's like, for the people that think Michigan will win, well, they just went into Georgia. Not actually Georgia, but the state of Georgia. Yeah, but if they played ten times, I would pick Georgia to win at least five, if not six or seven. I think it would be five. I think it would be a split. And so, moral story? I think Michigan's in that conversation. Anyone can win, um, but I'll take the quarterback that can make more plays. Yeah, at the college level, I – and at this moment, I do think Milrow's playing better than McCarthy. Um, I, what, to me, what it's a cliche. Big games, I'll take the quarterback and coach. And to me, for this game, 
the better duo in that regard is Milrow Sabin and compared to McCarthy Harbaugh. Yeah. It's two good duos. I mean, it really is. Eduardo got hammered and passed out. How was the Packers game? Oh, Eduardo. Um, I really hope we're not seeing uh, seeing a team that's going to be good for a while. You know what made me cringe, too, when I was watching the Packers beat the Chiefs last night, Roley? Packers are the youngest team in the NFL, even younger than the Bears, who are very young. So, God damn, it's just like, does it ever end? I'll say this, Roley. If the Bears aren't in position to make the playoffs in Week 18, but they can keep the Packers out, I don't care if losing helps your own draft pick. You absolutely play to knock those fuckers out of the playoff. Period. You need to start beating the Packers. So, that's a must win to me regardless. Unless the Packers have already clinched and it doesn't matter. Or if they're already eliminated. Like, that Week 18 is such a uh, interesting Harbaugh story. My dad's friend installed his AC unit, and he said uh, Harbaugh is incredibly awkward. And uh, this, this, his is the exact opposite. I don't know what the last part of that is. Okay, but he also clarified in the comment section, he's not actually talking about Harbaugh. My Harbaugh's wife is oh. incredibly awkward. So Harbaugh's wife is awkward. No, 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 no. no. He is the exact never mind, never mind. Wrong. Harbaugh. Is she is not awkward. Wife, not. Nah. I mean, that's not like appreciate appreciate the story, Adam. I'll do the five jumping jacks first time. Super three, four, five. I mean, anybody that's ever watched Harbaugh do a presser knows he's awkward as fuck. I test. But what have I always said? But the guy's a hell of a coach. Mm. He's a good coach. So. You would take him. No, I wouldn't. You would take him. I would not. He may not be your top choice, but you would take him. I would not. You, you would, would not. rather keep Belichick. He would not be in my top three. You would rather keep Belichick. He would not be in my top three. Okay. Ben Johnson, who else? Slowick. Slow. <laughs> One year of calling plays. Fuck He's yeah. He ahead of Harbaugh. Okay. Young guy. Can relate to the players. He'll have people ready to Dude, roll. Harbaugh's players love him. They were doing free Harbaugh. <laughs> yeah, because they're getting paid out of their ass. <laughs> And professionals don't get paid? But you know there's a difference between college well, love and NFL love. Players loved him in the Niners. Took him to the Super Bowl. Eh. You would take the NFL. Wouldn't be in my top three. Who's your third? If you say be enemy over Harbaugh, <laughs> yeah. Come on, dude. Gerard Mayo. Oh, That's a leader of men. Stop. With a good OC, I'm in. Oh, boy. Behold. Uh, say we get Harbaugh, he wants to bring in th a 3-4 defensive guy. How big of a concern would that be? Same way we draft the players, pick cover. This is actually a good question. Um, first of all, the cover two is fine, but I don't really care about that. But, like, because uh, to Flus's credit, he's actually changed up looks a lot over the past month or so. Um, it's more, But it's more about the front. I would prefer to keep a 4-3. Like, you, you committed to switching to a 4-3 uh, two years ago. You, you've brought in pieces that fit that. Doesn't mean these guys can't play in a 3-4, but, like, I just think, like, if you really think, like, Montez Sweat's a better fit in a 4-3, like, I'm not saying you do a 4-3 at all costs, but, like, you just committed $100 million to that dude. Like, I think he he's scheme-proof. I think he can play both 3-4 and 4-3. He's big enough to be a 3-4 in, but still, like, I would, I, I, I would prefer to keep a 4-3, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. All right, uh, one more segment to go. It is Mock Draft Monday. Let's dive into it here on Chicago Bears Now. Seven. Yes, our seventh Bears Mock Draft, and it's only week 14. Welcome into Bears Now by Chat Sports. I'm Harrison Graham. I am going to unveil a Full seven-round mock for 7.0 for the Bears on today's show. Now, this is where things sit in the top five as of now. Bears have one and five. The Commanders lost again. The Bears were on bye week. So uh, the Bears fell a spot this past week, uh, but uh, st still have two very high picks. The Cardinals won, which was good. So that Carolina pick is pretty close to being locked into the top two and has a very good chance of being number one overall. All right, let's get into my mock draft. And for this mock, I'm going to go Caleb Williams with the number one overall pick. I've done drafts where I go QB high. I've done drafts where I uh, trade down and keep Justin Fields. 
Uh, but I think when you do a lot of these mock drafts, at least a lot of them have to be what you think the team would do. And I think at this exact moment in time, the Bears would more likely move on from Fields than keep him. So drafting Caleb Williams, I think, uh, would make uh, the most sense here. You could go Drake May, but I went Mitt Williams here. And to be clear, for Fields, this could all change in the next five weeks. He goes and wins four out of five, plays well, wins all five. Who knows? Maybe they just run the whole thing back. But I think at this exact moment, they would lean toward drafting a quarterback. And Caleb Williams is certainly a good option uh, for that. Uh, he was really good at Oklahoma. He was even better at USC, won a Heisman Trophy. This year certainly didn't go to plan, but he still played at a very high level. Uh, now, I think he's going to be a guy you got to look into in terms of is he someone who can – handle the Chicago media? Can he be a franchise quarterback in a market of this caliber? Like, do you believe in his leadership skills? There has been some public questions about his, uh, you know, his persona a bit, but he's been very productive both as a passer, as a rusher. He's a true dual threat. His arm strength and arm talent, uh, which are two different things, by the way, uh, is very off the charts. And um, he can do a lot of the things Justin can do and can do some things better. Uh, and he's a younger guy, obviously, it would reset the quarterback clock. I like Justin. I'm open to keeping Justin, but if I had to say right now, I think the Bears are more likely uh, to go in a new direction than to run it back. Now, how upset would you be if the Bears traded Justin Fields? Scale it from 1 to 10, 1 being you wouldn't be upset at all, 10 being you'd be very upset. Here's what you guys think. Pen comment on today's show. Scale from 1 to 10. So a lot of the times I've been trading the first pick the Bears have. In this case, I'm going to trade the second pick they have. I'm trading with New York. They move up from 7 to 5. I also get their second round pick, number 48 overall. I flip them the Philly fourth round pick the Bears got uh, for draft night when they moved down to take Darnell Wright a spot uh, in last year's draft. So 7 and 48 to Chicago, 5 and 132 uh, to the Giants. And now I'm picking at 7. And you know what? Let's get weird. I'm trading again with the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders get the seventh pick. They move up from 11. I get 11.75 and 111. Uh, so I just picked up a lot of capital to trade down uh, from 5 to 11, essentially. And with that pick, yeah, it's not Marvin Harrison Jr., but arguably the second best receiver in this class, although I do like Malik Neighbors a pick more out of LSU. How about Roma Dunze, the receiver out of Washington? He's expected to go. You know, between 8 and 12 probably is where he'll land in this NFL draft. And this guy's fantastic, man. I mean, the, the, the top four receivers in this draft are really something. And he's been a big-time weapon for the Huskies who are playing in the college football playoff. Michael Penix Jr., his quarterback, he's got great rapport with. 20 touchdowns the last couple of seasons combined, over 2,500 total yards. He's a big play weapon at over 17.5 yards per catch. Really like his game. He's 6'2", 6'3", has a good size. He's fluid. Uh, they use him on jet sweeps. He's really a big-time playmaker. And this draft is loaded, man, at receiver. It's a much better receiver draft high up than compared to last year. Like, what What did Jackson Smith and Jigby go? 20th overall. I think four receivers are going to be gone before 20 this year, if not five or six. It's that good of a group. Uh, with Marvin, you got uh, Malik Neighbors, Roma Dunze, Keon Coleman. Um, you know, even a guy like um, the kid out of Texas who I'm blanking on. Uh, uh, not worthy, uh, the guy from Georgia, A.D. Mitchell, thank you, Producer Rolly. I mean, there's guys everywhere in this draft, and uh, if you don't get Marvin, that doesn't mean you can't get an impact guy for day one. Okay, uh, round two we go, pick number 48, second-round pick we picked up uh, from the Giants. Chris Braswell, the edge out of Bama, he's expected to go early, midday two, so, you know, he could be gone by this point, but he was still there. Eight sacks, ten-and-a-half TFLs. He's really taken his game to another level this year for Bama on the opposite side uh, of Dallas Turner, obviously. And that's the nice thing about Braswell is, yeah, he plays opposite of Turner. So, yeah, he might get some more one-on-one -on -one looks. Well, he would play opposite of Montez Sweat here. It's not like teams are going to be double-teaming Braswell as a rookie. And the Bears need another edge. Yannick Ngakwe has not been very productive. If the Bears want to bring him back for cheap money to be a rotation rusher, I'm open to that. But – I think his days of being a every-down starter or close to it are pretty much done uh, in the NFL. So a guy like Braswell, young, energetic, talented, ascending, I think you get him on day two. Uh, it would be certainly a really, really good fit. Game time, sponsoring today's show. It's going to be game time this Sunday at Soldier Field. And you know what? Maybe you're going to wake up Sunday morning and say, honey, 
babe, son, let's go to the Bears game. Bears, Lions, and I'll tell you what, game day flash sales they have sometimes on game time as they're trying to get those tickets sold. You're going to find really, really good deals and the best prices available with game time. And it's stress-free, no frustrations. You order, they tell you how you get your tickets, you're going to get them in a few minutes, you're good to go. So yes, you can buy just hours before kickoff. I've done that on numerous occasions here. So download the Game Time app today. Go to the Bears game on Sunday. Go to a concert. Go to a comedy show and uh, find the best prices and vantage points available with Game Time. Uh, when you do create an account, use promo code BEARSCHAT up there. You can see it. $20 off your first order when you download the Game Time app. Search Game Time in your app store. There's a link in the comments and in the description as well. But uh, just search Game Time and use our promo code BEARSCHAT. That's going to get you $20 off. Okay, instead of Cedric Van Pran, who was still available, I wanted to mix it up. Zach Frazier, the center out of West Virginia. Now, he did have leg surgery. I'm not sure the extent of that injury, but this guy feels like a Ryan Poles guy. So, Zach Frazier in West Virginia's final game this year got hurt in the final minute, and there was a running clock, and he broke a bone in his leg, I believe, and still limped off the field because if not, West Virginia was out of timeouts, it would have been a 10-second runoff, and they might have lost that game, but he understood the situation, got off the field. That seems like a Poles type of guy to me. Team first, gritty. Uh, his athletic profile fits what the Bears want to do uh, with their offensive line, and that's all they're missing is the center position. Now, full disclosure, I don't know how long-term this injury is. They've said he won't play the bowl game, but it doesn't seem like an ACL situation where it's like 8 to 12 months or something like that. So uh, he may not work out at the combine, but I think for training camp, he'd be ready to go. Three-year starter at West Virginia. Him and Van Pran are considered the top two centers in this draft. Some guys like Van Pran better, some like Frazier better. This injury could throw a wrench into that, but I think he's a stud. He's a leader, and you just have to address the center position because I can't deal with Lucas Patrick anymore. Billy Bowman Jr., the safety out of Oklahoma, round three, pick number 75 here. And look, Eddie Jackson might be gone. This could be it for Eddie Jackson. He's played okay since he's been back from the foot injury for several weeks now, but he's not the guy he once was. You can save $13 million by cutting him. Uh, and if you do, I think taking a safety on day two of the draft could make some sense. Bowman's a playmaker, uh, had a nice uh, interception. Uh, late in the season uh, when playing my alma mater, uh, TCU. That was a big uh, play. He kind of just has a knack for making big plays. I watched a lot of Oklahoma football this year, and he's made several of them. So Billy Bowman in the third round, he's a ball hawk type of safety. I think uh, he could be a good fit ne next to Jaquan Brisker. Subscribe to the channel. Tons of Bears draft content for the next six months leading up uh, to late April, early May. Uh, right at six months, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hit that sub button, turn on notifications if you want more draft videos. And by the way, little card's going to flash on your screen here. Playlist to all of our mock drafts. Go check it out right now. Okay, our day three picks here for Bears Mock Draft 7.0. Jermaine Burton, the speedster out of Alabama. He's never really reached his full potential, but the dude's averaging 22 yards per catch. He's been a good fit with Jalen Milrow, who's uh, – been one of the better deep ball throwers in college football. I think especially if you do keep a guy like Justin Fields, this guy can make a lot of sense because he is a vertical weapon. Uh, Bucky Irving, the running back out of Oregon, I've really liked his game this year. Two straight seasons of 1,000 yards. Uh, you know, Khalil Herbert's entering year four. Deontay Foreman's a free agent. You could certainly add another running back to the mix, and I think Irving uh, could fit that bill. Cooper Beebe, I don't really know where he's going to go in the draft. Different draft boards have him at different spots. I've seen anywhere as high as like third round, as low as sixth round. He was still there here in the fifth round, so I went ahead and took him. He can play tackle or guard. I like his versatility. I don't think he's a starter as a rookie, but um, you could bring him in and have him compete to be like your sixth or seventh offensive lineman. Jaheim Bell, the tight end out of Florida State. Pretty good season here. I think he's got like 500 yards and five touchdowns for the Knolls. They've had a lot of different weapons. Uh, for that team, but uh, after Cole Komet, that tight end position's in flux moving forward, so certainly could add another name to the mix. And then T.J. Sanders, the defensive tackle uh, out of South Carolina uh, in the seventh round at pick number 226. Uh, played with Zach Pickens uh, last year, so some f uh, familiarity. He uh, fits more of a three-tech mold, so 
maybe he could be a guy that rotates in. All right, there you go. Grade today's Bears mock draft, A, B, C, D, or F. Drop your grades in the comment section below and go ahead and give us a later grade. By the way, it actually was round six uh, for JT or, uh, for Sanders there. That, that was my bad. I don't know why that, I said seventh round. A, B, C, D, or F. Drop a letter grade down in the comments. And be sure to subscribe for more draft coverage again. Uh, we will have, uh, or you can go check out any of our mock drafts that we've done. This is our seventh one this year. So uh, be sure uh, to click that playlist. It'll also be on the end screen coming up here. So uh, I'll be sure to link that in there for you guys. YouTube.com slash Bears now for more Bears videos.